How are you guys? Good. Uh, yeah. She's feeling tired. I'm sleepy. She's sleepy. She's ready to go home and snuggle Holly. I got that weather feels. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so crisp outside. I know. Mm. Yeah. She says it's, it's nice to breathe, but I It feels breathe. good to me. I can't The breathe. cold. My lungs like it. I got mucus. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, you guys can here come up and visit me. It was twenty five today. I'm so excited to go to New York in a few weeks. Honestly, like it's my favorite time of year. And Bronwyn always thinks I'm a crazy person because I literally you walk are. around with no coat on, and I'm like, "This is my dream." Wow, it wow. feels so good. I love the cold. I love All it. Right. And well, people I'm think I'm you. full of shit, but watch me in the cold. I come. <laughs> I come she comes alive. alive. She I really do. I really do. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and keep this this week's ep short and sweet for you because we know that people are celebrating the holidays with friends and family it and their chosen family and you know whoever they love right. and right. They don't have a lot of time to be listening to us. Exactly. So true. We got the new year coming up. You're like, you know, yeah. We're keeping it short and sweet with another ghoul talk because we have. So many stories that need to be shared. They're piling up, and we're like, let's let's get these babies out there. Let's let's share them with the world. So let's do it. Yeah. With that said, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, <laughs> Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Ho 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 ho, Mary! It's the day after it Christmas. Is. If you're listening yeah. to this, yes, and if you celebrate it, we it's hope you the had a day good day after Christmas, folks. Oh, or as nice. the Brits say, it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day, yes. Oh. Gorgeous. I'm going to dive in, <laughs> shall I? Dive deep. You shall. This one comes from Cassandra, who, fun fact, I've known since before she was born. Wow. Aww, in the womb. Cute. Met her on the day she was born. Wow. Just the cutest, tiniest little thing. Now she's a beautiful young lady. And... She's got a story to share with us. You guys go far back. I like it. You know? Yeah. She says, Hey, Golden Ghouls. I love your podcast so much, and I thought I'd share my experience with y'all. On episode 74, Richard, my dad, shared his story about his brother, my uncle. I also happen to have one, too. When my uncle passed away, I was only four, so obviously don't have more than a few memories with him. Although, sometimes I do feel like he's there with me, especially after he proved to me that he was. Mm -hmm. I used to go to a private Catholic school, and we decided on celebrating Dia de los Muertos that year. The ofrenda, the table with pictures of loved ones who have passed, sat right at the very front of the gym, and all of the students were supposed to sit on the floor. I was quite a few minutes early, for a reason I can't seem to remember, but I was the only student (laughs) in the gym. There were no other classes, just one teacher that was lighting the candles that sat on the ofrenda. Since I was so early, I decided to just sit on the floor where second grade was supposed to be and just waited a few minutes for my class to show up. I kind of zoned out, and so when I felt a hand on my shoulder and a whisper in my ear, I figured that my teacher was there, or my class was, and was telling me to scoot over or something. But the voice was deep, and it didn't say anything someone in my class would say. It said... I love you, Cassandra. I turned around to see if someone was playing a prank or if a class was actually here and I misheard what a teacher had said. But when I turned around, no one was there. Even the woman who had been lighting the candles had left. 
After a few seconds, the hand left my shoulder too, and I was completely alone. But the truth is, ever since that moment, I have never actually felt by myself. I do believe that day my uncle checked up on me, or he finally built up the strength to tell me something. It's a moment I cherish and keep close to my heart, and if he does stay with me, I hope he knows I love him too. Cassandra. Oh, that's so so sweet. sweet. I love it. Her uncle was a very special person, like I talked about when we shared her dad's story, mm-hmm. and um, recently was the anniversary of his passing, and it's always really hard on my dad, because my dad was very close to him, so <sighs> he was a really special guy, and it's good to know that he is here with Cassandra, like, watching over her. Right. Checking in. They only say- had a few years together, but really, they've got a lifetime, because I don't think he's going anywhere. Right, he's watching. Yes. Ah, That's so sweet. Thank you, Cassandra. That was very special. Thanks, Cassandra. Truly. Is it is it Kylie? It's Kylie. It me. (laughs) Sorry, I'm taking a sip of my tea. I'm I feel like I'm coming down with the sickness. (laughs) She's gotta incorporate that every week somehow. I do. I do. I, I signed the contract. I have to do it. So, <laughs> Damn, if, I sound, <laughs> if I sound a little nasally, it is because I am indeed nasally and a little congested. Okay. This is from Jamie. Good evening, Alyssa, Emily, and Kylie. Good evening. I saw y- good evening. Good <laughs> evening. I saw y'all needed stories, and I've got a good one for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will never not use y'all now that I've lived in texas it's the one thing i take back with me it's the only way to go right what what you the only say you go? all no like, fool. Uh, use, use guys i came home saying y'all in the first grade my mom was like where the hell did you learn that because she's from <laughs> ohio and so like um, that wasn't something that she really said yeah and i was like my music <laughs> teacher mrs bell and she was like uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna teach uh-uh. you proper english nope mm-hmm all right. <laughs> it started back in 2010 or around then. At the time, we, my husband, kids, and myself, lived in some apartments in Houston, Texas. We were more in the Clear Lake area, but on the Houston border. Anyway, we woke up one night to lots and lots of fire trucks coming down the road. The windows of our bedroom faced the main road, but we could also clearly see the opposite side of the apartment complex. So as we were looking out the window to see what the heck was happening we saw that there was a unit on fire. It was a terrible fire, and it was on the news, and we learned that some kids perished. Apparently, bystanders could hear the kids screaming for help like it was that kind of bad. All fires are bad, but this one hurt everyone's heart. Cut to a few months later. My youngest son had to be around one or nearing two years old. My eldest was about five or six, so they were really small. We had all of their toys downstairs, and I would hear a Woody toy from Toy Story go off randomly. This was a toy that had a pull string on the back, so he needed to be manipulated to go off. Even when I was home alone, it would go off. It was the freakiest thing. My husband finally heard it one night and told me it was probably just batteries of some kind going out. I thought, you know, it's 2010. Everything is run on batteries. So I figured he was right. But I never heard the toy slow down like you hear when batteries start to run out. 
It didn't happen all the time either. It only happened a few times, but enough to freak my shit. (laughs) (laughs) As I said, the way our bedroom sat, the windows faced the main road. So when my kids or husbands would walk around, (laughs) husband would walk around. (laughs) How many you got? Many many kids and many husbands walked around. Save some for the rest of us, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) When they would walk around, I could only see silhouettes because of the light coming in. At the time, we were working with my younger son and sleeping in his toddler bed, so he was known to get up in the middle of the night and climb into bed with us. One night, I heard him walking into the room. I could hear the carpet crunching beneath his feet. I'm an extremely light sleeper, so I watched him walk around the foot of the bed and walk to my side. I closed my eyes because I wanted him to see that I was sleeping, and he would just go back to his bed like he's done before. A few seconds went by, and I didn't hear him walk away, so I opened my eyes, knowing he'd be right there in my face, but he wasn't. No one was. Y'all, when I say I was scared shitless, I ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) This actually happened a few times to me. It got less scary as it happened. Then one night, I was sleeping, and I felt something actually poke my foot Oh my no. god, that's like what you no. fear when you're little. You fear that there's like a demon and it's gonna poke your feet. Okay. You gotta keep <laughs> the feet covered at all times. all times. There's no way to leave them hanging out. That's foolish. Yeah. It is imperative, imperative to keep the feet covered. Okay. Now, up to this point, nothing had ever touched me, ever. But that poke did incite some fear into my heart. But I brushed it off. A few nights later, I heard my son walk into my room. I was laying on my back, but I didn't open my eyes. I felt him touching my feet as though he was looking for a place to climb onto the bed. So I sat up to reach for him. And wouldn't you know, no one was there. That really did scare me at that point. Getting ready for the day one morning, my husband, who just about makes fun of my paranormal belief, <laughs> told me something happened to me last night. Which totally took me back because A, he usually wouldn't have had admitted to anything like that. And B, just the plain fact that he was open about it to me. He told me that in the middle of the night, he stretched his legs and his foot hit something that gave a little. Thinking it was a laundry basket, he didn't pay it any mind. Y'all were so bad about putting laundry away, so it's perfectly believable that it was a laundry (laughs) basket. (laughs) But he finished stretching and it happened again. And this time, thinking it was a kid that he was hitting, he sat up, but no one was there. I felt a little validated that something had happened to the non-believer. The final and biggest thing gets its own paragraph. This, for me, was life-changing. Now, mind you, throughout all of this, I had heard footsteps and toys going off, but nothing else. Nothing ever moved on its own that I knew of, so this part really got to me. I was working in a restaurant and would get off late a lot of the time. I walked in my house, and I saw my younger son asleep on the couch next to my husband, who was watching TV. I told him, I'm stinky, so I'm gonna go take a shower. (laughs) The kids room, that's totally true when you work in a restaurant, you just smell like food food right (laughs) but but not good food (laughs) the kids room was the first room when you get to the top of the stairs and my older son was asleep in his bed the next room was the restroom and then our room at the end of the small hallway so i went to the bathroom shut the door so did not wake my older son i had been in there for about five minutes we have a sheer shower curtain so as i was watching my washing my hair my eyes closed i I noticed that the lights that the light was changing. So I opened my eyes and I watched as the bathroom door opened. 
And I remember it opened in this really weird way. Like it, it didn't hit the tub. It just stopped short. It just stopped. Hi. <laughs> it stopped just short of it and stopped suddenly. And then right after the door opened, a little boy walked in, turned around and walked right back out. I'm getting chills just writing this. It was so bizarre. At first, I didn't really think anything of it. We were potty training my younger son, so I thought he had walked in. He also was a sleepwalker sometimes. And then I thought he walked out and went to bed. I also took note that I couldn't see any features and that he was a gray color, but I do remember him being solid. I finished up and got out, got dressed. As I was going down stairs, I presume, I checked on my older son, who was still asleep in the same exact position. I went downstairs and I saw my husband and my younger son. Y'all, I had one of those raven moments. (laughs) (laughs) That, as in that so, that's so raven. (laughs) I stopped. Hadn't he just been upstairs? So I asked my husband, did he go upstairs? And my husband tells me, no. Okay, did Jay get up and walk around? Did you hear him walking? And my husband answered me with the same, no. I said, quit fucking with me. For real? And he kept telling me, neither kid got up to walk around. So I said, dude, I just saw a kid in our bathroom. (laughs) I told him everything that happened, what I saw, what he did. The next day, I did an experiment and asked both of my kids to do what he did. Open the door, walk in, walk out. One of my kids was way too tall. The other was way too short. So I know it couldn't have been them at all. That just solidified what I what I'd always thought anyway. As I type this out, I am still in disbelief that this happened. I still cannot believe that I saw what I saw. I also should point out the very same day this happened, I brought an old chair from a resale home, resale shop home. I do believe I'm sensitive, and I remember feeling some odd things when I sat in the chair in my house. I felt an older soul owned that chair. For me, it makes sense that I brought that energy into my house from an object, and it gave enough energy to the little boy. Hmm, interesting. I was talking to my sister about what happened. She and I did some digging, and we found an obituary for a little boy. His name was Nathaniel, and he was five. The picture that was in the obituary was the exact same silhouette I had seen every time. I just got chills. Me too. I have chills too. Oh, Nathaniel. The little hairs sticking up in the back of his head, a little wave of hair in the front. I fully believe that Nathaniel was in my apartment, and I fully believe he had perished in the fire along with his other siblings. I think he's been looking for someone to play with. He was looking for his family, and he needed his mama. Hmm. I think because I'm open and sensitive, he could see me, and he came to me. I was never really scared of him. I was scared of what I couldn't see. When I did all the research, all that fear drifted away. I knew he just needed his family and was looking for him and was looking for them. As a mom, this broke my heart into one million pieces. The mother is still alive. She went through some crazy shit after the passing of her kids, which I would have done the same. When we moved, I invited him to come with us, but he didn't. Not that I felt. Anyway, I ended up feeling other things, but that's for a different time. Then <laughs> it's not as good as this story. I really thank you all for doing this. I'm a huge paranormal nerd, and when I found your podcast, I fell in love. People need to know more about the paranormal world and what it can be. It's not always bad. It's not always good either. Thankfully, mine was the was just a good story this time. Have a wonderful night, you guys. Jamie. Whew. Oh, my goodness, wow. Jamie. Some things we learned from that story. Don't buy your Truly. kids toys that make noise because ghosts mm-hmm. will always, always touch them. them. 
And if anybody comes into your bathroom while you're taking a shower, say hello. And lock lock the door. Who is that? I'm going to pull the shower curtain open and see who you are. Make sure your feet are always covered. Always. Uh Especially if you have cats. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Jamie, I still have chills. I do too. I have one question. Okay. The Woody toy. Yeah. Was it Did, saying there's a snake I, in his boot? I got a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Please let us know. Please yeah, let us what, know. Oh, Woody. He's a crazy guy. He really he is. is. He is. All right. Well, here's another story for for our for our cool ears. <laughs> by by an Emily. A gorgeous Ooh, Emily. Dude, I'm super excited to be telling your story, Emily. <laughs> Because I'm Emily. That's why I put Emily and Emily together. I I love it. I knew you would. She says, hey, ghouls, spooky greetings from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I am a huge fan and have spread the good news of your amazing podcast to all my friends and fam. Thank you. All the way in Canada? God, that's like something I can't even express. My heart is just exploding like the Grinch because I'm like, oh my God, Canada? (laughs) Canada? Yeah. We love the place. We do. We have a truck driving friend up there, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We love it. Oh, Canada, right? Yeah, I think so. Got it. Emily, (laughs) nailed it. If we're wrong. Okay. This story is from my childhood. Just to clarify, I've always had a gift. It runs it on my mother's side. All the women from that side of the family have some sort of paranormal prowess. Prowess. Mm -hmm. Damn, girl. These vernaculars out here are just (laughs) killing me with their words. (laughs) Premonitions are common, but I seem to have more of a connection with spirit energy. I will remember my first ghostly encounter for the rest of my life. I was a shy kid, never got into trouble, so to get sent to my room was a big deal. I must have been a smartass to my mom and was sent to my room to cool off. I must have cried for at least half an hour face down in my bed when the, when the energy in the room changed. It became so warm and serene. I stopped crying and got off my bed and stood by my window. The next part may seem crazy, but I was lifted off of the ground by two feet. (gasps) No, no, no. No. I don't want to be floating two feet in the air. I do. Oh. Only one foot. Okay. I feel like I would love that, just to glide. Just to glide. All right. Okay, well, she's two feet up, dude. Straight up, not violently, just up for a few seconds and then gently placed back down again. When the initial shock wore off and I was finally able to close my mouth from surprise, I replayed the scenario in my head. I closed my eyes tight to try to recreate the moment. It was then that I heard a low chuckle from behind me. I spun (laughs) around to see absolutely nothing behind me. For some reason, I wasn't afraid. I was excited. I ran to tell my mom that I now I now have the power of flight and that I have I was a real <laughs> superhero. Thank goodness, my mom said. Um, oh, thank goodness. My mom had an open mind. She humored my story, but chopped it up to my overreactive imagination. 
Dude, you are a superhero. Sick. Mm. (laughs) I had a dream that night of being in my room again, and this time the chuckle was attached to a very tall gent, a very tall gent, gentleman, (laughs) with warm brown eyes and a knowing smile. He didn't say anything, but I felt so comforted. Years later, mom showed me old family photos from our first homestead in Hamilton, or Hannon, as it was known then. We have our own road with our family name. <gasps> I have Girl. one of those in Hearst, Texas. If you ever are there and you see Minnis Drive, that's us. Royalty in Hearst. What's she going to do? Yes, queen. <laughs> Damn, I've got all these impressive people around me. Yes, queen. Okay. <laughs> I was obsessed with our genealogy. Nerd alert. No, dude, that's not nerdy. Like, you know how many people write in the 23 Me? Yeah, everyone. Everybody wants to know. To clarify, Emily said nerd alert about herself. We don't agree. We don't agree. You're going to, I don't agree. I'm Emily too. You're confusing. Like, you, because I said it. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. But uh, it's in Emily Emily's who shared story, this story. Right. Said nerd I alert. didn't personally call her a nerd. Correct. Correct. Right. I was going to get right. twisted. <laughs> glad, glad I clarified. Yes. She showed me her baby pictures from the 50s and back. She brought out a small black picture book from the 1900s and showed me pictures of grandma and her parents. She finally turned to the last page and I gasped. There he was, the man from my dreams, stoically seated in a three-piece suit. I could barely speak as I asked, who is this man? That's my dad, she exclaimed. I never got to meet my maternal grandfather. He passed away when my mom was 10. His favorite thing was to lift my mom in the air whenever she was upset to cheer her up. He was a huge dude, 6'4", with kind eyes. Well, there you go. I guess I got to meet my gramps after all. To this day, my to this day, mom loves it. And when I tell this story, oh, mom loves when I tell this story. Yeah. I would too. I, I love that. Hope you ladies enjoyed XOXO Emily. P.S. Hey, fellow Emily. What's up, girl? <laughs> what is up, my dude? What a story you have told what? me. That this is, is crazy. Magical. First off, I want to go to your your street. Yes. You know? We're going to check it mm-hmm. out. I want to go there. If ever we're nearby. And uh, dope, dude. Your grandpa lifted you in the air. Tell him to come back and do it some more. I'm trying to get places. <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories with kids, um, like, seeing someone, and then they see them in a photo album, and it's, like, wild. And one of my cu- little cousins had actually happened to her. She used to see someone in their house. And then years later, she, like, saw a picture of the woman and was like, that's a woman from the hallway. <laughs> Damn. So uh, <laughs> if you show your kid a photo album, they'll probably have seen one of those right. people before. <laughs> right. Whew. Or, wow. or, or, you know, those stories when those kids are like, they look at the old photo albums and they're like, that's me. That's me. Yeah. That's me, Mom Bill. Yeah. And she's like, no. She's like, no, Timmy. You're, <laughs> I was going to say Stanley. I don't know why he's Stanley. But, yeah. Kids be wild. <laughs> kids be wilding out shit here. Shit happens These to kids. <sighs> All right. We got one more tale for the people. Yes. This comes from John, an angel on earth. Oh, hey. Also a patron. 
Ah, we love him. We'll call him a friend. Let's be real. More, more than a friend. Sends us lots of great photos on Instagram. Keeps us spooky. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. John Sorry. says, Hey, ghouls, just listened to your episode about aliens and thought you might want to hear my story. Absolutely, yes. we do. I shared it on another podcast right after it happened, but here it is. August 2018, we had a barbecue at a friend's house after work. This is about an hour and a half southeast of Lancaster, New Hampshire. Lancaster is where the famous abduction story of Betty and Barney Hill took place. Oh. You guys remember that story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took the bike out of the house as it was a beautiful night. The house is a few miles down a dirt road out in the woods. Well, on my way down the dirt road and while we were all hanging out, I kept having this uneasy feeling like something was around or watching. No, Uh-oh. thank you. It was about 10.30 p.m. when I got to the house. During the barbecue, nothing weird happened except for some gross smells while on the trail to the lake a short distance from the house. I left to head home at 2.30 a.m. Party animal. (laughs) As I had no alcohol or anything that night. That sounds like a late-ass night for me, (laughs) y'all. He's he's the nightlife without the alcohol. As I pulled the bike onto the dirt road leading to the highway, I got more of that eerie feeling again. Something in my mind kept telling me to keep an eye out. As I pulled down the highway, I noticed I could see my left blinker on in my mirror. I tried a few times to shut it off, thinking water may have jammed it from the dew in the air. My stomach sank. Sank? John did not write that. I read that. It's not what John wrote, Mm -hmm. just so everyone knows. It's late, you know? (laughs) My stomach sank, and I realized the light was facing me. I also had noticed as I clicked the switch back and forth, they kept changing sides, and there was no headlight or shape of another bike behind me. Trying to figure out what the hell was behind me, I held my clutch and hit the kill switch, allowing me to off the engine but stay at speed. All I heard was silence. No other engine, no horn from another bike, nothing. I panicked and fired my bike back on. Those lights had been so close enough for me to touch. As I looked back, the blinker was gone, but now I could see a headlight behind me about two car lengths back, but there was no light from it shining on to or past me. It was like a single light just bobbing in the air. This thing followed me for the entire length of the highway, about 17 miles, I believe. Every time a car would come toward me, the light would disappear, then reappear after when we were alone again. A couple times, I actually saw it click off in this weird pink color and appear to go up and backward as as if it turned off. As we passed under traffic lights, the light would disappear and there would be nothing behind me when I looked in the mirror. As we got to the next town, the light had disappeared completely as there were more cars on the road. That had to be Mm. the scariest thing I have ever been through. I still don't know what it was for sure, but I have a pretty good guess. Side note, the incident in Lancaster happened on September 19th, my birthday, 24 years before I was born. There's a part two that happened after this, but I'll share it later. Thank you for doing what you do. Be safe and stay spooky. John. Wow. Yo, now I'm convinced there's a there's a space portal to it Lancaster. Is, and yeah, I mean, I'm about 50 minutes away, so I'm oh. I gotta go. You gotta check it out. I'll see you guys later. Okay. The fact, like the proximity <laughs> to where that abduction was said to have taken place, is like super bizarre. And John, what's the part two? Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Send it now. Sa- we needed it. Do I look like I can wait? 
I'm not patient, John. Uh, we oh my god, what if you got abducted before he was able to write the second part? No, no, John, 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 John hurry up, get it no, on no, paper. No. I'm pretty sure John <laughs> sent us an Instagram story yesterday, so I think John's Perfect. okay. But thank God. All right. Wow, okay. Kylie, you're gonna go check it out and report back. Yep, if I make it back. They're don't, they're don't real, you guys. They've I, been here. They've seen us. They're like, I know. these dumbasses are not ready for what we have to no, offer. They're, they're no. going to want to come up with us. And we don't want them here yet with their diseases and <gasps> war and terror. And they're like, we'll just watch it play out. <laughs> and that's until they, they vanish. Direct perish. Yeah. From an alien. Y'all, I'm honestly very afraid of aliens. Don't be. They're just, don't be. They're super smart. But... They're smarter than us. That's I know, the thing. and they're being respectful by leaving us alone. So we think. <laughs> yeah, there that could yeah, it's true. There could be some gas. This is why my lungs are clogged. Yes, they're spraying me down. Oh my god, they're about to take me up. <sighs> I'm saying, y'all, <laughs> beat me up, Scotty. Beam John, up. part two. We're ready for it. We are. Oh, that was a wild ass ride. Truly was. I'm still shook about that little boy coming into Jamie's bathroom. You know, I just wish you would have said hello. Like, hello, son. Son, did I not tell you? Mm. You know? But next time. Next time she will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you guys again for sharing those stories. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm afraid of getting my foot poked. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. But if y'all... those feet. (laughs) <laughs> if y'all have any stories, be sure to send them to the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. Please do. And have a happy Please new do. year. Yes. And we love you. We love you. We love you. And we'll see you in 2020. Yeah. I think that when this episode airs, it will be 2020. What? That's crazy. Wait. No, it's going to be the day after Christmas. No, this is two weeks. Is it? Oh. Is it? She's wild. Wow. It's this is what happens when you record two episodes in one night. You just don't know anymore. You just don't know. Never considered the fact that I'd be living in the 20s. And now I think it's time to bring back the flapper. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would look gorgeous. Thank you. You look great and sparkle. Uh, Georgina. I'm going to cut it off. Get that, you know. <gasps> You're going to get that little bob. Yeah, no, I would look awful. Uh-oh. I need to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tuck it under. That's oh, okay, what I'll do. that's what okay. I'll do. That works. That works. Get a wig. You're right. All right, get a wig. Get a wig. And until next time, <laughs> stay spooky. Ooh. This will be fun.